Her name is Amy Hess. She's entering the Zoom now. Here she is. Hello. Hi. I'm looking for a theme song. Okay. How's it going? It's going, Maya. <laughs> I'm in the roaring 20s. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. What does that mean? Hey, it's the roaring 20s. Like Post-pandemic. We're going to go wild. What? <laughs> I already did that in my twenties. I don't need. I don't need to go wild anymore. No, you're gonna go wild. Am man. I? Yeah. I like partying. Well, Maya, it can be whatever you need it to be for you. Okay. But we're just gonna go do a lot of stuff. You want to hear in this theme song? Yes, I do. Here we go. Um, welcome to the show, everyone. You're well. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, the spelling thing reminded me. I was thinking the other day. You know how sometimes you have elementary school memories, and it brings you back bitterness. I had a memory. I don't know. That just might be me. I had a middle school memory where my I had a spelling teacher give me lectures about how my my inability to spell things was basically going to ruin my life. Oh, my God. And I remember thinking, I'm pretty sure they're going to come up with a way to make spelling easier, but whatevs. Like, thinking about just making kids repeatedly write down words. Yeah. Also, it's like, some it people... seems like quite a waste of time, and now it doesn't even matter. So, Mrs. Kitok, guess what? <gasps> we have spell check yeah. now. <laughs> Whoa, she was rough. She was really mean. Oof. <laughs> Forgot about her. <laughs> so I'm not the only one. Mm -mm. What's going on, buddy? Well, Maya, I um I was given my second vaccine dose on Monday. And it took Tuesday from me, but you know what? <laughs> it gave me it gave me the roaring twenties. So what's your roaring twenties gonna be? Um I mean, okay, I, I'm struggling a little because I felt like yesterday was the day where, like, life returned. Because Tuesday was so rough. I'm saying no, like, for all of us. Oh. <laughs> for the world. For the United States. Because, you know, it was, first of all, it was nice, beautiful, like, the per the first really nice day in Minnesota was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And... I just, you know, from looking at social media, everybody that I follow from all over the place, I saw one person posted this morning, like, is anyone else feeling really anxious? Because they said things are starting to get hectic again. And like, we're not sure if we're ready kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I just think that yesterday felt like life was back to normal. 
I went to my sister's house and uh, everybody that was there, there was just like five of us or whatever, but like every one of us had been vaccinated and just enjoying outside. It just felt like there wasn't really anything like terribly worrisome to think about or talk about. There was no Trump scariness, although there was a big Trump rally in Buffalo yesterday, which was where my sister lives. I My face is just perplexed right now. I don't. Well, like, yeah, there's a guy named Jay Johnson that lives in Buffalo, Minnesota, that has taken his construction business and he has a huge Trump flag that flies like on a flagpole. Okay. And he's in trouble with the city, Maya. <laughs> um, he is does not want to take his Trump flag down. He said he does not care if they want to if they want to take him to jail. That's fine. What's the city's issue with the flag? Um, it's so large. Oh, they said it's too big yeah. to be flying. Yeah. Um, that's probably the main issue, but he doesn't care and he is just going to keep going with this. But anyway, so there was a Trump rally. My sister lives on kind of a busy road. So all these trucks were going by with their flags, oh God. which was just entertaining, you know, and like kind of laughable, but then I've never met know. a bigger bunch of sore losers. Like, I know, you know, it's. And then it's like why don't for you Trump just do 2024 what, is what the rally was. For. Why don't you just do what all of us did the last time around? Just swallow our feelings and our pain and move on through the next four years and cry quietly in our bedrooms at night in the dark. Yeah, that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they anyway. So, but besides that, it just felt like the day we walked down. My sister lives like close to the little downtown and we like all walked and we went to the ice cream shop. And I love, okay, I'm not a big fan of ice cream, but I love a good trip to the ice cream shoppy. Yeah, we just walked, Maya. It was like we walked with the dog, my niece. She's just crazy. So she's always entertaining. They're opening an ice cream shop down the block from us. You are getting one? Yeah, it's going in. It's, it's where? um, Next to Milton's on the corner of Douglas and 36th. And it's called Bella's Shop. Shoppy, it's spelled old timey. Bella's yeah, Shoppy, uh, bakery and coffee, and there's been prom- ice cream promised. Okay, well, bakery to me is better than ice cream, but you know, she's got everything. She's got coffee. She's got ice cream. She's got bakery. It's okay, Maya. You're bringing me to a very exciting point that I'd like to bring out. <laughs> what? So yesterday, on my way to Buffalo, well, not on my way, out of my way, but. <laughs> My family has a very favorite store, grocery store, mm-hmm. and it's by you, Maya. And I'm wondering if you guys ever shop there. Olmsteads? Yes. It used to be the old Red Owl. Yes. And it was a super value at one point. Yes. Maya, do you ever shop there? All the time. Maya, that is the best grocery store. Like, I only get to go in there once in a while because it's kind of out of the way. But you know what? You go in there, you feel like you're up at the cabin or something. It's a great corner family grocery store. Like, a And this is what cute... I decided. It's the perfect size. Mm-hmm. I hate a large grocery store. And this one, I walked in, I looked around, I said, if they don't have it here, I don't want it. <laughs> they have enough stuff. We have too many. You know how I feel about too many choices. Yeah. We have way too many choices in our big grocery stores. We don't need 
59 types of pasta sauce. They have a deli, a small uh, deli. Which is what I was there for, to pick up the best fried chicken in town and the best potato salad, Maya, in town. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Fire. I picked that up. I drove all the way to Buffalo with that stuff, but I was so hungry when I got it. I had to eat a chicken leg in the parking lot, and I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt, tank top and, and shorts, Maya. It was 80 degrees. I had my sunroof open, eating a chicken leg. Life was just like, <laughs> couldn't have been better. Well, Amy, that brings me to, I had this as an approved denied, but actually it come, should come here. Did you know because of the chicken wars and the demand on chicken, the price of chicken is going way up and there's like wing shortages? You know, every year at Super Bowl time, they talk about the wing shortage. This is the, so this guy who's the manager uh, or a, uh, he worked for one of the bigger chains that serves wings. I can't remember which one was like, he said, <laughs> we're seeing price increases all over the bird. So like, the <laughs> oh geez, <laughs> which I would dispute. I bet the feet haven't gone up. I bet the price of feet is the same. You never know Maya, because in the Chinese culture, that's a big, that's something. Oh, but how would that? Hmm. Tyler said they probably just grind up the feet and put it in with the Wendy's chicken sandwich because it's so bad. <laughs> oh, God, Maya. That's true. <laughs> it's right up there with the Burger King old oval chicken sandwich. Ugh. Yeah, so apparently the chicken wars is making it – chicken sandwich wars is is making – it's going to make chicken very expensive for everyone. Okay, well, I'm fine with that, Maya. It's the Roaring Twenties, <laughs> and I'm throwing my money and my reckless abandon at this chicken wars, and I will continue to enjoy chicken. In the parking uh, lot, in your shorts. In the parking lot, in my shorts, and not even worry if it's a little more expensive. This is like gas, okay? I don't care how much gas is. When we get into these long discussions about yeah. gas, what the fuck difference does it make? We all have to put gas in our cars. I don't even care. Although, do you remember a time in your life? Maybe you didn't have this time in your 99 life. 99 cents. Because you have supportive parents who, but I was on my own. And I remember being like, okay, I have $3. I can put $3 worth of gas in my car. Yeah. And that was three gallons at one point. It was, but at the time it wasn't, it was like, you turn it on and then you're like, whoop, it's off. Yeah. You had to be careful too. If you had just exactly <laughs> that amount. I was good at that, getting it just at the right. Do you just yeah. like pulse it at the end? And then to imagine just like propping that handle up and letting it fill, that was just like, that's come when on. you know you've made it. Yes. <laughs> Actually, Maya, you know when you've made it like us, when you don't care about the ga gas price. Well, and you know what's funny is that even when I was poor, I never knew how much gas cost until I pulled into the thing. Exactly. Until I pulled into the gas station, I had I have no awareness of if you ask me right now, I'd be like, I guess gas costs like two fifty. Yeah, my you're close. The only reason I know this right now is because I was in Florida and my mom and sister were like, Oh, how much is gas down here? <laughs> oh, it's the same as at home. And I'm like, Look, and can we stop <laughs> trying to make a rhyme or reason about gas prices? <laughs> it's not connected to anything yes, real. It, yes, it is. <laughs> 
No, it isn't, <laughs> yes, Maya. They it just is. make it up. They just move it around. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Maya, yes, they do. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like, oh, we want to put it up. So we'll just move it up. I'm going to I'm going to email Janet Yellen <laughs> and ask her to explain it to you. Okay. Um. So Tyler just went to lay down, I think. He just got a second shot yesterday, and you know how Tuesday was Oof. stolen from t- you. He's yeah. just resting today. Yeah, that yeah. was the thing. And I, I really was cautious to even mention it because I know that people are avoiding their second doses and, like, everybody, just get your fucking shots. But anyway, <laughs> it's, like, not that big of a deal. And it's I just want to make a little – I just also want to make a PSA. You're not getting sick from, you're not getting, you don't have COVID. Okay. <laughs> your immune, this is good. This means you're, this means you have a good immune system. What about people like me that felt nothing? That's okay too. That's the thing. You got to just, you're okay. You're still vaccinated, <laughs> but the people that have, that get very strong reactions mm-hmm. are known to have like very strong, strong immune systems. Okay. So that's a good sign. It's like when you get a fever, when you're sick. That's your body fighting. Mm-hmm. Don't freak out. It's okay. I would love to like record this as a PSA and just do just send it <laughs> to people who are resident. Because you know, oh. people are like, oh, people are getting so sick, and it's like, no, 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 no one's getting sick. You just, yeah, I, I, I couldn't even hold my head up. I had to lay down the whole day. I tried to work in my bed with my computer <laughs> laying down. <laughs> and then finally I just called it. I just pinged my coworkers. I was like, look, this isn't going well. Peace out. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, what's funny is that I haven't taken a sick day for over a year because I haven't been sick. I have allergies every day. It's a freaking struggle. I had to take my allergy medicine yesterday and it made me insane. And I was so agitated and I shouldn't have been agitated because we were sitting we were going to a beautiful restaurant on a lake to sit outside and eat, and I was irritated by everything because of this oh. medicine that made me insane. But Maya, what um, lake and what restaurant? Uh, in Alexandria, it's called the Lure. It is amazing. Wow, um, wow you were far away. Sometimes, well, sometimes you had to book a shot far away, and then now there's availability, but we thought... Oh, right, 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 right. We I thought, you know, it's a nice drive, it's a nice day, we'll sit on a totally. patio. Yeah, we. it was really good, and it was just nice to... It's pat. Listen, it's restaurant patio season. It's on, Maya, and all the restaurants, there are so many restaurants, you know, that didn't make it, but there are so many new ones coming up. They're all open, they're, like, we're back. We just went to a guy. I texted you earlier today because I think you guys would love this place. It's called La Mesa. It's in Bryn Mawr, the cutest little Minneapolis neighborhood ever. And they have a great patio. It's Ecuadorian, but it's elevated Ecuadorian. So Tyler had like a shrimps in like a coconut sauce Mm. with um, plantains. And I had this slow roasted Ecuadorian beef that came with um, little white things that were something between, it was like a water chestnut and a potato and like a pearl onion had a baby. And I don't know what they are. I'll have to look it up. And then I had something, this potato cake. It was called a, can't remember, 
but it was really good and it was it's an ecuadorian potato cake that has cheese inside and it's fried and then they put the beef on top of that with like a delicious pickled slaw and then the little tiny white things that i have no idea what they are i went adventurous because they had oh my god i love that you can have something different now yeah, because we – I don't think I've ever had specifically Ecuadorian food. And so the, I was like, I'm going to get something I can't get anywhere else. But they exactly. had, you know, like a nice T-bone or mm-hmm. one of those steaks. It was like a steak that was too big for me to eat. And I was like, I'm going to get something else anyway that's just specific to this restaurant. But their patio is adorable. We – it was a nice day. Little chilly. Had a long sleeve shirt or a sweatshirt, a vest, and a light jacket on and a scarf. This was on Friday? No, Saturday. Thursday. Thursday. Okay, yeah. Thursday was chilly, yeah. Because it was our 18th. It was the 18th anniversary of our first date. Whoa. Yes, our first date, we went to amateur wrestling at First Avenue. 18th? Oh, my God. I'm feeling, yeah. Old? I know. And then after that, we went to the Uptown Bar, which no longer exists. Um, But, yeah, no, amateur wrestling at First Avenue, we used to go to a lot. And there was my our favorite character. We were just remembering this the other day. It was a guy named Detroit Slim. Shout out to Detroit nice. Slim. He's his prop. You know how they have props sometimes. Yeah, yeah. His prop was a toolbox, and then he would like oh yes, pull things out of the toolbox and hit people and with them to beat people. Yep. One time somebody broke a guitar over someone. Ooh, perfect. And one time a guy got body slammed on the hard cement floor in front of us Ouch. at First Avenue. And I felt it. Like, we felt it. I was going to say, I don't like that. That 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 would make me cringe. I was a little worried about that guy. Um, you know, it was the whole theatrical thing with, like, one guy was, like, a manager-type character who would... Oh, I love, I love wrestling. I, I went through a big WWF <laughs> phase in, like, around middle school time. I would watch it, like, every whatever it was on Saturday nights. It's great theater. It was. And I would always sit there, you know, I would just be in the sense of wonder... <laughs> But and I'd be like, but is it fake? Well, you know, a lot of those guys used to live in Robbinsdale. I feel oh, like right. we should you know, figure out how to talk to somebody who used to be in wrestling. Yeah, because like I think I was like I think what I was like what I was picking up on that I wasn't like articulate enough to understand, but what I was picking up on was like they're doing the movements mm-hmm. and they're doing these things. It's not real in that it's like they're not really fighting. And they've, you know, it's planned. But at the same time, there's still the physicality of it. Well, a lot and of then, these like, guys. And then like the hilarity of when they like, <laughs> I mean, it's just so good. I like the storylines. But the physicality of it, it, it ruins people's bodies. Like these guys, by the time they're 40, are fucked up. And there's a lot of things. That, well, the and there's touring. a lot of drugs. There's a lot yeah. of, um, there's a lot of like, they take a lot of drugs, but also like they take a lot of a lot of the drugs that they take like help them so they don't feel any of the pain and so they just fuck up their bodies like yeah and they don't i mean they didn't used to get paid a lot i don't know what's going on now but i will say like some of the best documentaries i watch on like there's some really good documentaries on wrestling there's the one about jake the snake roberts and his battle with addiction and like his whole wrestling how wrestling and his body and i mm. think diamond dallas page is in that because diamond dallas page actually like helps wrestlers like with rehab and like he's got this whole yoga system ddp yoga wow and then he's just he's trying to help guys who are in wrestling that were struggling 
like get their lives back and through health. Um, and then I, there's a few wrestling documentaries that are really, really good. I don't think I've ever seen a bad one. There's just so many stories and characters and, oh, the Iron Sheik, like his documentary is amazing. He was a, mm. an Olympic. I'm nas- writing all these down. The, the, he was an Iranian champion wrestling, like Olympic wrestling champion. He was like a national hero. And then he came to America and he was like, I, I'm doing professional wrestling now. He is quite his Twitter is hilarious. Oh my god. He has no filter that one. I love him. Oh, and yeah. Andre the Giant. Watch that one. Um, Andre the Giant terrified me. What? He's he was like a sweet, I know. lovable friend. I know man. he was, but like when I would watch it, that was when I was watching wrestling. Yeah. And I was he, I was afraid of him. Like I thought he was so scary, but just because he was like big, I know. Uh, that probably happened to him a lot in real life, too. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Even just, I can't imagine what it was like to try to ride in a car. No kidding. Now I'm trying I'm to scared. wonder what my roaring 20s is going to be. My whole pandemic is like, I just read this article the other day about, this advice article, what's the, they asked people, what's the weirdest impulse buy, like, thing impulse thing oh, you've bought yeah. during the pandemic? Yeah. And right away, my impulse buy is the bubble concert. Like that was just, I just was nuts. And I was like, I'm going to this concert in a bubble, Flaming Lips. But Yeah, I can't really think, I don't really, I don't really have anything that I bought that was weird, I don't think. I guess when I think about it right now, it just kind of, it's just such a weird thing to think about. And I just don't even know, I still don't even know what to say about it. It's almost like there's a combination of like, oh, look at how innocent we were. We didn't know. And then also like kind of depressing to think about like <laughs> those days when we were just like scared, like that was weird. And just like, or, yeah, I don't know. My roaring 20s is just going to be like, I'm just really excited to see some live music for most. Too. Like, I just want to like be in that energy and like, that's kind of the one thing I'm just really looking forward to. And like, I, I wished, I know fashion week was this week and I kind of wished I would have, I volunteered with them like a few years ago, but yeah. I kind of wish I would have done something again. Cause it, um, but I, I'm not quite there. Cause like, I, I don't love, I don't, I kind of am done with masks. Like I obviously am still wearing a mask. Don't, don't freak out. I'm still wearing a mask, but it's like, I don't necessarily want to go places where I have to wear a mask, which is what's so exciting about the CDC, just announcing that if you're outdoors and you've been vaccinated and you're with other people, you don't have to wear a mask. I feel like a lot of things that they announced we were already doing, but then they were, they're like, you can jog outside without a mask. (laughs) And I'm like, who was jogging with a mask on people in California? It's real tight there. Like the. Yeah. The rules. So anyways, I agree, Maya, because I was like hoping for a little bit more. But Walsh is supposed to announce this week big rollbacks. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm just not ready. I'm it's not that I'm not ready. I there's just like a psychological hump I need to get over. Also, I've just the idea of being around people is really it's just trying to ease back into it. Maya, but- that's hard. I agree. I was I was just thinking about, like, I'm so excited today to go buy some plants like we talked about. Yeah. But 
And like, I'm excited to move about the country, but I also <laughs> don't want to necessarily still, I like to be by myself. I still don't want to like, I don't know. So, so it's going to be weird because it's like, but I don't think everything is just going to turn back on because I think there are so many people like us that will like, I'm not going to, I'm going to try my hardest to not like book myself up all, you know? Yeah. I think it's different though for me a little bit. I, I think we're in different places because I've been going to work with other people in real yes. this whole time since I don't know we took a pause over the winter but I was back you know sometime in February or March or something like that so I've been going exactly. to work and I have a routine and I'm actually like going to a building and exactly and I haven't done that in so long like I was just saying we're we just got the word that as of July we're not returning to five days in the office which is awesome but we're gonna do three days in the office and we are like as of July we're gonna start that and I um ready like I and like two months ago I was like worried about it and now I'm just like that's gonna be like you said just to go somewhere the routine is gonna make you feel better I guarantee and also the work my workstation at home is like (laughs) it's just I sit in the dining room I feel like I'm in there right now it's just like this guy is very popular on the zoom (laughs) it's that Amy has a big it's like a steer yeah it's a long horn Longhorn piece of art photographed behind her, but sometimes if she moves her head right, it looks like she has horns <laughs> and ears. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I just like I'm just ready to like I have my crap here in the dining. It just doesn't. It's just not right. It ain't right, and I'm ready to go. Yeah. So maybe that's why you feel like the floodgates are opening a little bit more. Yeah, that's probably right. But also, it's patio season. I'm so excited about oh, this. I know. Me too. We had lunch oh. at Centro the other day. I had some delicious tacos. Maya, you've been all out. You you're talking about what is your roaring twenties? You're living it, girl. <laughs> but it's a patio. You've been to three patios this week. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You've been to your office and three patios. Yeah, it's roaring twenties. <laughs> you're in it. You're right. You're right. And also, I the next Saturday I have like fun, all sorts of fun birthday plans with my fam so yeah so speaking of of which you know the twin brothers yes we are it's the birthday week for us oh yeah we are turning the big four four (laughs) which is kind of a dumb birthday it's like a it's a nothing Um, burger i think 45 i might have a little slight freak out but maybe not you think so actually no i'm thinking when i get to 50 i'm gonna be freaking out okay (laughs) that's scary just think about it for one second. I don't. I was lying in bed the other night and, you know, I have a hard time falling asleep. And at night, the only time I ever think of these things is when I'm trying to fall asleep. I think about these things. My yeah. parents dying. Really? Me dying and leaving my son. Okay. And then I started having spiraling about like when I'm turning 50, how that's going to feel. And it freaked me out a little bit. Death related. I think of it like this, like when I'm 50, I have to care even less than I do now. Yeah, that's good, Maya. I'm going to just stick by your side and you can guide (laughs) me through. 
<laughs> and I mean, because you don't look worried at all. No, I, the older I get, the less I give a fuck about what people think about me, which feels very good. It does feel great. Like think about when you were in your twenties, how much you cared oh about God. what people thought about you or saying the wrong Constantly. thing, or it was, and and not doing or saying something because you might offend someone or they might constant yeah now i don't care right yeah so i feel like and also like financially hello (laughs) like (laughs) when you're in your 20s you're just a shit show i know we just talked about gas getting change (laughs) putting gas in you're like the bill comes you're like oh well amy i I used to search later i used to search for change in my car and cush i know in the center console yeah for so i could get uh like a mcdonald's hamburger yeah of course because i had no food to eat and then how long was it (laughs) at one point at one point there's this weird thing that happens when you're younger and you do go on like trips with your family and you just assume you're always going to go on trips (laughs) and then you get on your own and you're like Oh, I can't go on trips. I don't have any money. That's the difference between you and me. My family never went on trips. Right. So you didn't have that like drop off. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I was like, oh, how am I going to? I was like, at one point, one day I was like, how am I going to go on vacation? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, I can't. That's how. Yeah. So, yeah. It- Getting older is good. And also I was thinking of how many people like I know that's a cheesy little phrase of like, Growing older is a privilege that only some people get to ha- whatever, whatever the phrase is. But honestly, think of how many people died and didn't make it to 40, 44. Yeah. And like the forties are great. So it's yeah. so, so like, yikes. I'm just going to enjoy it, baby. I do remember at one point Oprah saying like she loved her forties and then she was like fifties even better. And I was like, well, if it's good for Oprah, I'm going to go with what she said. Good point. Okay. I feel better. (laughs) Oh, it might also be too that like every day I say to Tyler, I printed out my passwords the other day and put it in the filing cabinet. I was like, oh, if anything happens to me, all my internet passwords are in the filing cabinet. Also, the life insurance is in there. I just tell them stuff like that all the time. That's what, okay. That's Warren like rarely does it but when he does do it i go i give i do a very big sad face and i'm like i just don't want to hear about this stuff and he's like all right just like just just take it in please so that you know what to do like and i'm like no it's yeah i think i it's so funny because i talk about death all the time and i know it makes people uncomfortable but i don't care like yeah that's it's you can't you have to accept it. It's going to happen. Yeah. And also, like, this is the thing about dying. It's not bad for you. <laughs> it's not. It's not sad for you. It's sad for other people. Right. It's not sad for you. You're dead. Mm-hmm. And I have to say this. This is going to be really morbid. But <laughs> when I was going through um, chemo and stuff like this. Yeah. And all that cancer, you know, whatever. I got to the point where I was like, the only thing that bothered me, honestly, was like having to hurt like my family or like leaving my son. That was it. And there was one point where I got like this bad infection because I had. So I got my first I had had a surgery. Then I got my first dose of chemo Mm. 
And then I got like an infection at my surgery site, like mm. a really bad one. Yeah. And it was one of those like systemic, like it was, that's the sickest I've ever, ever, ever been. Oof. But honestly, I could have told you that day, like, I'm fine with dying. Okay. Like, like I was so, it's like you get in this space, to be honest, where you're just like, you're okay. You're just like, you're, you're calm. You're, you don't have energy. Like you're just, <laughs> you're okay. Like you're like, I'm good. I can go. We should run a retreat. <laughs> get ready to die with Amy and Mai. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's a, it's a fun time. You get a t-shirt. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Um, wait, back to birthday stuff. So do you have big plans? Uh, no. I mean, you know, I'm going back to Florida. On the <laughs> well, I won't say the date for Tyler, but in a couple weeks, I'm going back to the same place I was at, but I'm going with Warren this time because I need to show him how great Florida is. And he's like, what? Uh. Like when I came home and I'm like, guess what? I love Florida now. He's like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, it's so great. And then he's just looking at me in disbelief and he's like, I can't believe this. I was like, I'm going to take you there and show you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I love this. If you can convince your husband that Florida's great, maybe there's a chance for me to change my mind about Florida. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because then we were driving and Okay. So I did this whole speech about how you could live a block from the Gulf of Mexico and you could afford that more than you can to live on Lake Minnetonka and how yeah. it's just ridiculous. This is like, that's just nonsense and all this stuff. <laughs> and then the other night we went for a drive and we drove by the lake and I go, okay, I mean, this is better than trashy Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and Warren's like, wait, what? I thought it was one of your favorite places now. I was like, no, no, no. I know it's trashy. That's, that's not under debate. That's not up for debate. Oh my god! Well, when you said what? last week, we <laughs> so we've been having a running joke in this house last week, and when you're like, my husband and I are considering getting into the Airbnb game, if you know what I mean, and we laughed so hard about that because <laughs> you just stated exactly what you were talking about, like you weren't alluding to anything. It wasn't right. a euphemism, and so Tyler right. would be like, "I'm taking the garbage out, if you know what I mean," and he's like literally taking the garbage out, or. I, we just, every time we would be doing something, we would literally just say what we were doing and then say, if you know what I mean. I mean, it doesn't make it more fun. Because <laughs> then you're like, I don't know. Do I know what you mean? <laughs> I'm not sure. You look like you're taking the garbage out. But you could but mean maybe something. Maybe I don't understand. You could mean something com a metaphorically completely different. Yes. But yes. it's funny when you do the exact thing and say, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. So thank you for that gift. I really appreciate it. Oh man, it. you guys are welcome anytime. <laughs> oh, I don't have any reports this week. I mean, for politics, I watched that speech. What speech? Um, the president, President Biden, gave a speech. I don't know. Was that this week or last week? Where he was like, "These are all the great things we're gonna do." Oh yeah, I think that would have. I and think. Okay, I don't know when it was, but I heard about it. And then the 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 Democrats would stand up and clap at everything, and the Republicans just folded their arms and went. Mm -hmm. But the thing that's we not with the clapping and the folding the arms. Let's I know. Just be grown ups here. It the thing that really struck me is when he said he announced 
we have a plan to try to cut he didn't say to try he said we have a plan to cut childhood poverty by 50 percent and all the democrats stand up and clap and the republicans are like no one no republican clap for reducing like childhood they, poverty by 50 percent kids to be poor yes they do <laughs> yes they yeah, do. that's funny that's funny when you think about it that way it's like you hate kids you love that kids are poor like what is your yeah they're like i mean the, their preference is they would rather spend money on um cutting taxes for com- companies and they would rather spend money on weapons and yeah. military stuff and they would rather spend money on creating jobs they're always talking about the, what they do for people is create yeah. jobs Okay, great. But also, there's children who have no food to eat. And also, keeping jobs here <laughs> in the United States. I like our, like, impressions oh, of what this is <laughs> Um, Maya, I have a question because I have been pleasantly returned to deciding that politics is boring and it's, okay. like, awesome okay. that it's boring. All right. Um, but I have a question for you. I keep hearing and seeing all these little things about Biden. He's saying he's going to do all these things, Okay. But by the way, there were too many things in the speech for anyone to accomplish in for like too many. Oh, oh, Maya, this is exactly what I was just going to ask you. So I've seen him say he's doing so many different things. Uh And I just have a question. Number one. Well, you already answered part of it. Is there any way we can do all these things? And also, are we going to have money to do all these things? Well, here's the thing. Most corporations like name a big corporation, Amazon. Yeah. um, Facebook, I don't know. Name a huge corporation. Yeah. They pay zero in taxes. What? You didn't know this? No. Like literally Amazon paid zero dollars in taxes last year and like a zillion years before that. That's not right. So the and the, and the logic is if we don't tax big companies, they create more jobs. Mm. And then it trickle down economics, which by the way hasn't fucking worked so quit trying it anyway also like you're still creating jobs you're still your business is still successful right whether you pay taxes or not apparently not according to the gop but anyway so what they're saying is they want to increase the corporate tax rate to more than zero okay good cool good start and raise taxes on the top one percent great or the top whatever percent the the percent you and I are not in and probably never will be in. Perfect. Yeah. They're, they're mad about that. Yeah. I mean, I get it because they're the ones with all that money. <laughs> and they're benefiting from it. But, like, what's best for the group? Think about it, guys. Well, Janet Yellen, who I love, who used to be – she used to be the Fed of – or the chair of the uh, Federal Reserve, and now she is the secretary of – commerce i gotta look it up but i really like her and she did a great job as in the uh, federal reserve she said they're asking the wrong question they're saying is this bad for business or bad for the economy and what they should ask is is this good for growth will Mm -hmm. making life easier providing more um, opportunities for middle middle and working class families does that create growth and she's like the answer is yes so asking is this bad for the economy or is this bad for business is the wrong question to ask will it create growth by spending money to create 
you know, this whole infrastructure bill where they're talking about they're going to try to do all these things. By the way, good luck on you, Pete Buttigieg, if you can make Amtrak better. Like, I have wanted to take a train here or there, but that shit is late all the time. People complain about it. It's not It's not like Europe where trains are dope. Like, exactly. Our trains are trash. <laughs> and it's, you know, if they had a high-speed train from here to Chicago, I'd take that shit all oh, the time. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? That would be so great. I'd go to Chicago to shop. So would I. I'd go there to have dinner. Right. So the thing is they're... They're saying by creating this huge infrastructure bill, that's going to create jobs with the jobs again, which is great jobs for everyone. But also it's about there are some people, mostly GOP, are opposed to it because they're like child care is an infrastructure. They also are against guess what else they're against universal pre-K. Oh, I'm sure. So they want to offer universal pre-K. The president's plan is like offering universal pre-K to everyone. Yeah, good because you know how much how expensive that shit is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was a single parent, and I, if I would not have been on childcare assistance when Austin was in Montessori, I wouldn't have been able to have a job. Exactly. This is my son is nineteen years old. Yeah, and it was. $1,300 a month for him to go to freaking Montessori. Crazy. And how in the hell I was in nursing school and I had a part-time job. What in the hell? How can anybody, nobody can afford this. Right. And so, like, I don't know how anybody can be against better ed educated children, but they are. And then um, the one of the other things is they're trying to make community college free for everyone good because why should education stop at 12 years like if it's great for kids to be educated for 12 years for free why right. not give them the opportunity to do college yeah and community college where you can go and either a get a degree that you can start working in two years or b tran you know do the transfer and then transfer to a university we're behind the world, most of the world on this. Because when I was living in Denmark, not only is college free, then they oh, pay you. They pay you a Denmark stipend. Is... <laughs> they pay you How... a stipend to go to school. <sighs> okay, Maya, do you ever start to talk about even just one of these issues? Like the education thing that you just started talking about? Do you ever start to think about it, though, and then just get so overwhelmed because you think, like, how are they going to possibly? No, we get mad. I got mad the like, other night after that speech. I was like, like, honestly, if this let's say that was our only goal, let's say let's say for four years of presidency doing pre-K and then having the community college paid for was yep. like the only thing you had to accomplish. Think about all the things you would have to do to get that done. I mean, they're trying. I hope so. Like, I just get overwhelmed when. That's what I'm saying with Biden. Like, all I see when I'm looking at the internet is he said he's going to do this. He's going to do this. He's going to do this. And I'm just kind of like, well, there's bills. Okay. There's bills in, in Congress right now for all of these things. That's true. And then, like, so those bills are going to be sitting around and they could sit around for like years, right, Maya? I don't know. I mean, it, the way the Senate is, I, 
honestly, I gotta watch. I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill again. Because- Maya, you need to go and like do a little more research so you can help educate the- those of us that don't understand. <laughs> um, I don't know what a filibuster is, but I like to say like I'm gonna filibuster you right in your face. <laughs> I think you'd be good at filibustering, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what it is, Maya. What is it? Um. I mean, I don't totally understand it either, but basically it's like a tactic used to like take up time so that you can't get to the vote. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Um, But I got to look that up. Okay, back to Janet Yellen. She's the secretary of the Treasury. I also didn't watch the rebuttal. I never I try not to watch the rebuttals because I was already angry from watching people just cross armed about childhood education and and Ted Cruz falling asleep. And oh, that guy. <laughs> and so I did not watch Tim Scott's rebuttal. And I all I read was he declared America is not a racist country. And I was just like, oh, boy. You know what I love, though? I got to plug my computer in because it's about to die. OK. I, one sec. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, and we're back. What was I saying? What I love about what? You love about... Oh, man. Janet Yellen... The rebuttal. Oh, America's rebuttal. Oh, I was going to say, I love, so Soledad, uh, Soledad O'Brien, you know, a lot of people are debating whether or not, you know, what he said is true. Is America a racist country or not? And she said, oh, right. The question is, she was like, <laughs> if someone asked me that, I would say, I would say define a racist country. Like, right. So she's like, let's get to the definition of this and let's really actually discuss it. It, instead of boiling it down to a sentence and either you're like, yes, I agree or no, I don't agree. It's let's get into the nuances of it and let's actually discuss, which doesn't happen in this world. But anyway, long story short, you said, do I get overwhelmed? No, I watch those things. Then I just start ranting for an hour at my husband who okay. a- agrees with me about everything. I don't know what I'm trying to do. I just got to get it out. <laughs> but I just get, I get so mad when I see just... I just it's it seems like it's more about winning and less about actually doing stuff for people. And they're like, that's exactly what it is. And money is more important than people's lives and their quality of life. Like it's exactly what it is. You know, they're like they always talk about the deficit and it's it's like, you know what? Who doesn't give a shit about the deficit? Somebody making $13.75 an hour working their ass off. I don't give a shit about it because it's like, it's always been there. It's just growing. And all y'all have done, we've had all different kinds of presidents and it just still continues to grow. So like, yeah, let's help the people that are here now. And like a problem we can actually do is help people. Well, it's funny. It's something we can actually do. You didn't hear shit about the deficit when they're like cutting taxes for people. Because how do you think that? I mean, that... I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm guessing that contributes to it. But what do I know? I don't know anything. I'm just talking out of my ass. I don't know. But I think I agree with you. And I guess that's the whole problem with our whole political system at this point now is that everything is so contentious and everyone wants to be right. 
that like you said, when um, we don't want children in poverty and there's people crossing their arms and like, okay, what about that sentence? Everybody, like everyone, should, everybody should clap for reducing childhood poverty. Every, right. Everyone. Because it's the words, reducing childhood poverty. It's just those words. It's not more stuff, but like nobody will do that. They have to, I mean, yeah, the position, they want their the, side to win. The position of that party is if you are poor, it is a deficit of moral character and it is because you're a bad person and it is your own fault. So poor yeah, children. You just need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> Meanwhile, you That's know. my favorite. God. Well, some people don't even have boots, asshole. Exactly. Uh, so a filibuster, do you want to know what it is? And maybe we can yep. figure this out, being that we know nothing. <laughs> An action, such as a prolonged speech, that obstructs progress in a legislative assembly. So I was kind of right, right? Mm -hmm. While not technically contravening the required procedures. So it's you make a long speech. It could be about anything. You could read the Bible from front to back. You could, like... You know, hmm. tell everybody about your vacation. Do you have to like what? When does this come into play? Um, so I'm guessing. I mean, I'd have to look it up, but I'm guessing. You know, they have to vote by a certain hour, otherwise yeah. they adjourn, and then everything just goes to the next session. And if they can take up all that time, then they don't. The vote doesn't happen. Mm. I don't know about that. Oh, it. <laughs> Oh, God. What, Maya? What? Nothing. Act in an obstructive manner in a legislative, in the legislature, especially by speaking at inordinate length. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think oh. I learned about filibuster from, um, what was the one where Martin Sheen was the president, that TV show? Oh, yeah, West Wing. So from West Wing. So there was a guy filibustering. And then the Oval Office was trying to figure out why he was filibustering and trying to figure out a way to, like, work out how they could make this bill happen. And it was, like, a long thing about this guy's grandson having autism. So I learned about it from West Wing, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I learned a lot from those shows. Well, yeah, my new one is, you know how I like to binge stuff. So I went on an ER binge. I went on a mm -hmm. Veronica Mars binge. Mm -hmm. What's uh, the newest? X-Files. I'm revisiting the X-Files. And? Does it hold up? Um, David Duchovny was pretty adorable. Okay. And? Is it really grainy or is it in good quality? Um, It's not great quality, but it kind of adds to like the ambiance of the show. The show's really dark the the lighting is very specific for that show yeah. and they have like weird episodes that are really serious about like the government and conspiracies and some of them are, are about like performers in sideshows in florida and yeah that was a good show but i i'm interested to know if you think it holds up i think so far i'm just like in the second season we're watching politicians really delivering oh i thought you were off that uh no well we watched like a couple episodes and then we didn't watch it anymore and now we're really watching it we're binging it <laughs> it's good now i'm just wondering if somebody's gonna send us an email and be like you're wrong about jobs <laughs> i mean maybe they will but that's fine all right maya what do you have in your little notebook there um 
I have, I have an, um, the most amazing approved denied. Bring it on. All right. So I sent you a link to this article this week. A young lady from Armstrong, our alma mater, Armstrong Senior High. Uh, there was an article by local news channel, Care 11. Nice. An NBC channel. And it read, it was like, local high school student gets perfect ACT score on first try. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pull it up real quick. Uh, what do you think about this? I mean, I guess you can just say that our alma mater has a long history of <laughs> just killing that ACT, starting with Andy Bach, now this girl. <laughs> and I, I love it. I love that it's newsworthy still. Like, you and I jump up and down about it, but everybody acts like it's no big deal. Well, guess what? The news cares, too. Yeah, the news cares. Care, cares. And wouldn't it be nice to have a roundtable with you and me and Andy Bach and this young lady? Yeah, her name is Mio Aoki Sherwood. Nice. Yeah, good job. She credits having access to supportive educational environment that allowed her to succeed on the test. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. What did we just <laughs> talk about? So it is good to give kids help with their education. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, it's uh, roughly 0.0019% of 1.9 million students who take the test get a perfect score. See, that is amazing. It's pretty amazing. Like, that's it's not even very one... amazing. It's like a fraction of 1%. That's so amazing. Yeah. It's, I'm impressed with her and kudos on you. This is super approved. Super approved. I would We're love. Very, very excited. That would be great if, you know, it's like someone who got a perfect score now and then someone who's been living their life with a perfect score and she would, <laughs> what know, if... she would know what she has to look forward to. Yeah, but what if we got Andy Bach and then he's like, ever since I got that perfect score, <laughs> life was just d- terrible. Like, <laughs> what if it was like a sad tale? That, I doubt that is true. There's no way. It can only go up from here. As evidenced by Andy Bach, like ignoring us and also like not even on any social channels means to me that he's like doing good stuff. He's probably living his best life. I'm guessing. He doesn't. I mean, he the doesn't... amount of time that we spend talking about Andy Bach on this podcast. I'm guessing he doesn't engage in trash as we do. Right. <laughs> I feel like he would just. I mean, I have him pictured in my head right now. And I feel like he would just shake his head and walk away. Probably. As he should. His, that was kind of <laughs> the energy that I was getting from him. In your imagination. Yeah, and in real life. In high school. <laughs> well, congratulations to her. And yeah. uh, She has a bright future ahead of her. I guess so. I mean, I, that's what I imagine. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What did we learn this week? I don't really know. We learned that even though you can have all the good ideas in the world, if some jerks are just going to be like assholes and not like think (laughs) of the greater good, it doesn't even matter. Well, that's the downer. Uh, We learned Almstead's is the best corner family grocery store. And it's the Roaring Twenties and you can make the Roaring Twenties whatever you want it to be. So true. If your Roaring Twenties involves laying on your deck and... I don't know. Oh, I have so many burps right now. Sorry. 
Um, Maya, I don't know if you've looked outside lately, but it looks like the grayest of gray. And I was excited to go get plants. Do you think that it's still going to be fun to get plants? I think it's perfect. You want to know why? No one's going to yes. be getting plants. You want to go when no one's there. Oh, okay. So maybe I could still go get my plants and not worry about the fact that it's not sunny. Yeah, I mean, even a better day to not a better day to get plants when it's raining. No one goes to get plants when it's raining. Oh, like today looks like it might rain any minute. Well, I have I have yard work to do as my yard looks like what did I tell you it looked like a hellhole? Yeah, basically your yard is a hellhole. It is. I have so much work to do. I'm not even good at this. I don't even like it, but I'm compelled. I have. You're good at yard work. I thought you were good at yard work. Well, define good at. So Maya, you have. Let's just be honest. Good at. I don't know what good at means, but you do have like it in your nature to like know how to take care of plants. No, I just for like I just try to bend it to my will and I plant stuff and if it dies I'm like, well, that's on you. And I just keep <laughs> planting stuff into whatever the only the strong survive with what little care I give them. That yeah, is Yeah, that's a good that's a good strategy and that's what kind of what we did with our berm and like right now things we thought weren't going to come back are coming back. Do you know how exciting that is? <laughs> it's really exciting. You wait till you see like 3 months from now you're going to lose your mind. No, I can't wait. Do you know how much, I mean, we planted, I can't even tell you how many new plants we planted. And this was a combination of like over several, it was over the whole summer. Yeah. And it was a combination of buying a lot of stuff and then realizing that there was no way I wanted to spend as much money as I would need to do the whole thing. So then going to people's houses and digging things up with their permission <laughs> and like going to my mom's house and digging stuff up and then like going from the front yard and taking things from there and putting it back there. And it's like coming to life, Maya. That's so amazing. Good for you. So we also learned this week, go get your second shot. Go get uh, your fucking second shot. Go get your fucking second <laughs> shot. And if you didn't get it for whatever reason, it's okay. It's totally cool. We forgive you. No worries. No judgment. But it's on you if you don't just make that appointment. And I would just like to tell you, if you're not aware of this, your employer gives you pay. They will pay you. <laughs> they will pay you to go get your shot, okay? So you have a thing called COVID self-care pay, and I don't know what it's called at your company, but like make your appointment. Here's a big tip, pro tip. Make your vaccine appointment for the middle of the day, <laughs> okay? Then guess what? You get to leave work for like <laughs> two hours paid. And you can pick yourself up a Starbucks. Yep. Get your vaccine, get a little sticker if you want, surf on the internet while you wait the 15 minutes after. Mm -hmm. Like, do it, people. It's Come a, on. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. And then guess what? You're done. And then you can, like, you don't have to just, like, when everybody's like, yay, we're vaccinated. And you're like, yay, me too. <laughs> no. You're going to feel bad. You're going to feel bad later. You're going to feel bad later. Just do it. <laughs> don't lie by omission. Do not lie by omission. <laughs> All right. Let's go do our things. Go get your plans. Okay. All right. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. We'll reconvene next week and revisit what we did. Maybe on the deck? Oh, yeah. Maybe on deck or maybe in studio since we're all going to be vaccinated. Oh, my God. Did you even think of that? I didn't think of that until just today. I didn't. I didn't. Although someone's got some waiting period to go. So I don't Two know. Two weeks for him. Yeah. yeah. High five. All right. High five.
see ya.